Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. I hope you all had a great weekend. I hope you got that relax, reset, and recovery in, because we are in for another productive week. Man, lots to talk about in the world of sports. So, uh, but before we get into it, you know I gotta say mahalo to Long's Drugs for all your support. Make sure you guys are heading in there for your everyday needs. Let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. The final four is set, and it's gonna be a historic one because we got Duke taking on North Carolina for the first time in tournament history. That's hard to believe because those two programs have been to the Final Four many of times. Uh, but this is Coach K's final run. And so I've been pulling for him. I've been pulling for Duke uh, to send him off into the sunset, a champion. On the other side, we got uh, Villanova and Kansas, another uh, you know, historic game. These are the top four teams, the last four standing. And, you know, it's... It's unfortunate, you know, I, I was pulling for St. Peter's, that Cinderella story, uh, but, you know, uh, UNC took care of them and ended their Cinderella run of a season. Every year, there's that team that comes along, right, that wants to try to penetrate that, that and become that Cinderella story, but the Cinderella story now is Coach K uh, and his, his historic, legendary, iconic career as a coach. And so I just hope to see him, you know, um, like I said, go off into the sunset, a champion. He will forever be a legend in the coaching ranks, um, but to go out a champion is something special. And I know that's something extra that Duke is playing for. We'll see how it all shakes out. Stay tuned. Huge congratulations to Mililani's Angela Lee for her historic moment at the one championship 10-year anniversary uh, event this past weekend look angela she said it was a dream come true she's still undefeated in one championship she defended her title against a very tough opponent uh but what she had said is is really it, it hit home for me because i'm a father i have a wife i've got three kids you know this is her she's uh, has a 10 month old baby girl and early in the fight Angela got hit with a body shot that hurt her, that put her back, uh, you know, put her in a backpedal. And, you know, the ref was close to stopping the fight then. But the thought came and said, my contractions while I was in labor hurt a lot more than that punch. So her baby girl gave her that much more courage and motivation and inspiration to, to push through, to persevere that little bit of adversity that she felt uh, in her stomach early on and eventually tapped her out uh, later on in the fight. So look, she said this is huge, her biggest uh, win in her career. She is the first mom champion in one championship. So congratulations, Angela. Keep doing your thing. Keep representing at the highest level. And yeah, our kids do provide us with you know, more inspiration and more motivation that we would ever need. And so congrats on that. Uh, you know, the journey is just beginning. So continue to strive for greatness. Continue to work hard each and every day. We're all extremely proud of you. Let's go. Dave Ridden's got an interesting article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser highlighting uh, our Rainbow Warrior football players and their jersey number selections. He's talking about legacy. He's talking about 
the people who wore these numbers in the past. And what he's mainly focused on here is, is the dads that were former players and their sons and or nephews are playing now and wearing their numbers. Uh, you know, I, I can't help but talk about my son as Dave mentioned him. He interviewed him after practice. Right now my son's wearing number 19, but I know he's waiting for that number two jersey to be, I guess, finalized. Uh, you know, but I had a conversation with my son about this. And hence why even throughout his high school career, my son wore number eight. I pushed number eight on him because of Marcus Mariota and what he was able to do and the, the type of quarterback he is, number one, but more so the type of person he is off the field. And I told him, you know, that's, that's the guy you want to be like. That's who you want to emulate. I didn't want him to have the pressure of, you know, wearing my number and having to fill, you know, my shoes. You know, and that's my message to you guys is you guys don't have to fill anyone's shoes, right? Make it your own. It is your time, right? It is your time to shine. And so, look, just enjoy the moment, guys. Um, rock those numbers. You know, it, it's the number, but it's the name on the front as well as the name on the back. You know, it's all, it all works together. And that's what I love about sports. It provides opportunities for, of inspiration for the young up-and-coming athletes to emulate and to be like these guys and rock that number, right? So uh, make it your own, um, and we're all looking forward to, to this upcoming season. From what I've seen so far, it's very, very exciting stuff. So let's go, Bose. All right, special guest joining me today. You know who it is, my guy, Steve Inside, the sports guru. Uh, we're going to talk some UH baseball as well as football and, uh, you know, I just love having my guy on because he's got so much insight, so much passion for our local sports. Check it out. All right, man. Always a pleasure to have my guy, Stephen Sai, on with us, joining, joining me on the show today. Steve, how you doing? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm great, man. I'm great. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in here chilling. Uh, you look like you're on the move. You in the car. Appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a busy guy. Lots to no, cover. I actually get, I, I, no, I actually get better reception when I'm in the, the car than in the house. Well, well I, I appreciate it. Around, and you got I, the natural I, I, light. You got the natural well, I light. Mono, I live in Mono Willie, and, you know, Mono's on mountains. So I live right next to a mountain. So the mountain's kind of blocking the way. But, hey, you know, you got to respect the cold house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's just talk about, you know, our UH baseball team for, for a minute here. Yeah. Uh, we, just, we just took an L, right, to UC, uh, UC Irvine. Yeah, uh, but you know what? I like I like the aggressive play that we have. I like our mentality when we get on base, right? Coach Ridge Hill ain't he's not holding back. From what I understand, guys get on base, you have the green light to go steal. Right? They do things, they bunt, they steal, they do all kinds of stuff. And that, that's kind of one of these things about this team is that they, they just try to be aggressive, they try to um they, they don't have a lot of power. Um this is kind of a team that was Sort of in transition after with the coaching change, and he's trying to do whatever he can. Now he's getting innovative. He's calling offensive timeouts, which is kind of unheard of in baseball. But he's just doing anything to disrupt the other team. Uh, uh, you know, they're t taking the time sometimes at the bats, things like that. But you know, just got to do what you got to do with what you have, and you know, you got to go down fighting. And if you don't have all the tools, you just got you know, you got to build what you can with whatever tools you have. Yeah, but but I like what he's doing because what it does it, it provides in my opinion, more excitement to the fans, for the people that, yeah. are, that are paying to come in and watch. Hey, it's an exciting atmosphere. Guys are going to, you know, when they get on base, they're going to get steals. They're going to be aggressive. They, you know, and, and to me, that's, 
you're not trying to win if you're just sitting back and like hoping that, you know, fundamentally things just happen. I, I like the thought process that Coach Hill is, is taking on this, and I think fans can, can appreciate that. And you know what, uh, too, is the, uh, the fans are really intelligent. They appreciate good strategy and good baseball. I mean, you'll, you'll, they'll get ovations for, like, a successful bunt. And, you know, you don't see that anywhere else. I mean, that, that'd be kind of like, you know, someone to get him, a, you know, nice, not a knockdown block, but just a really good block um, in football. And, you know, you kind of wish that transcends all sports. And But, you know, that's kind of what it does in this sport. And, you know, guys wouldn't just make the sacrifice to move a guy up. You know, that that, that really goes a lot goes a lot well. And the fans really appreciate that effort. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and yeah, you mentioned rebuilding. It is a rebuilding year for the, for the team, right, and for the program. Mm-hmm. And I think with a guy like with, with Coach Hill there, I can see success following. I can see, you know, more recruits coming. He's going to be able to build the type of team that he feels he needs to be successful. And I think fans, as long as fans can continue to remain patient, stay on board, right, stay supportive, and just give him time to, to groom the players we do have. And then in the future, Right, the guys he brings on it just elevates, you know, the foundation that he's building. Yeah, and you're right, and it is. And uh, but you know, uh, it's also right now. It's what's kind of interesting too is the Big West is kind of a big physical league. I mean, it's a very really good baseball league, and it's kind of reminds you sometimes of you know with the UH football. Sometimes you didn't have the big size, the big linemen, and everything. So what do you do? You do the run and shoot. You go the opposite way. <laughs> you know, and, hey, if you don't have the big guys in basketball, what do you do? Bring on the Steph Curry's and you just become a you know the three pointer and that lights out shooters. That's, yes, that's what you kind of do. You got to play small ball if everyone else is playing big ball, right? Yep, yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, we wish nothing but continued success, to, you know, to Coach Hill and the, and the and the Rainbow Warrior baseball team. Let's transition over. You've already started talking about it. Day three happened on Saturday of University of Hawaii. You know, Rainbow Warrior football team during spring practice. You know, it was the first uh, you know public allowed practice fans came out in the heat it was hot we talked about it pre-show here uh steven it was hot but what are oh, you taking away from, from what you're seeing three hours three hours but I mean, all that I get aside it. A, they have a strategy on this because they're saying you're allowed 20 hours a week with the team they go well you could be you can watch a lot of film you can have a lot of meetings or you could be out on the field and have your meetings and learning and they want to put more of their effort and time in, on the field. And so it's a little bit more of a balance. But, you know, you have to choose what you're going to do. And right now, I think they believe that the best classroom is, you know, Ching Field. Oh, 100%. I, I mean, I'm on like three hours. I'm like, wow, like mm-hmm. that was me training camp at the professional level. It was like we did back-to-back practices. We didn't do the old school practice in the morning, break, practice at night. You know, we started combining it. A lot of teams are doing that now. But, man, three hours on a football field is a long time, especially in that that Hawaii heat. Uh, but, but you know hey. what they did, which was, which was good too? They brought in a nurse, um, which they do for games, to, to administer IVs in case, you know, people were be feeling a little drained. I mean, there's, there's water stations always all the time. You know, it's the era now where you've got to keep hydrating and hydrating and make sure you're hydrating. But if, if for some reason your body's not responding, they've got IVs out there. They've got all kinds of things just to keep people, keep people healthy. And, and that's, oh, yeah. the, that's the most Safety important thing. Yeah, you got to have safety and you got to learn in spring. And I think that's, that's a really good things that they're really trying to do, make sure that they're learning safely. Yeah. And uh, let's let's transition over to the actual yeah. the team yeah. itself. You know, three yeah. practices, Stephen, what, 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 what are your thoughts so far? Well, right now, it all starts with the court. And they lost so much. And they lost Shevin. And, and 
it, it just seems like um, they just were not totally prepared for that transition to a new quarterback. You know, um, we, we all come from the, the June Jones, you knowing the background, the Nick Rolovich, where you have eight or nine quarterbacks in camp. And, you know, they just weren't a lot of guys getting a lot of reps in that last offense in practices. And uh, you kind of remember June's off, June's practices where all he did was just throw and throw and throw and run patterns. And um, sometimes I always equate it to like um, bowling. You know, when you're a large group of people and you only have like one lane and you got to wait like 10 people until you bowl. That's kind of how practices were kind of like the past few years where you have to, receivers have to wait so long. This time, no, it's like they've got seven lanes. Everyone's throwing the ball. Everyone's passing, you know, catching the ball. And they're, they're getting reps. And that's what you have to do with Whatever offense they decide to run, you got to have reps, especially in the passing game, because that's a really complicated thing. And they're, they're getting a lot of, the receivers are just getting a lot of reps. And they've got seven quarterbacks in camp, and they're getting a lot of reps. And they're not just getting a lot of reps of passing. As your son has learned, they're getting a lot of work with the meshes, right? The handoffs. Handoffs are just as important. And you just got to keep going back to fundamentals. And, you know, uh, the, the best thing about this is they don't, they don't love quarterbacks. They, they have an idea who the top tier might be. But the thing is, the competition is still open because they're trying to teach everybody the offense. And so you probably won't get a starter. Maybe you'll get a starter two or, or top two guys on the, uh, the top of depth chart at the end of the spring. But right now, they're making sure every quarterback knows the offense. And, you know, the first guy has to know as well as the seventh guy. And the seventh guy has to know as well as the first guy. That's kind of how it is. And so that, that's why I kind of like it. That it's all about teaching yeah. the spring. Yeah, and, and you talked about the offense, you talked about the quarterback position. What I'm noticing, like they, they don't they don't huddle, right? It's all signals from the sideline. Yeah. Right. And it's it's impressive that those guys, the whole offense, in a short period of time, I know they work together leading up to spring, but all the signals, learning, no understanding what those signals mean, all the plays, it's pretty impressive that they're able to to pick up on it, you know, pretty quick. And I know the install, they're adding a little bit more each and every practice. And to me, that's where you're gonna really see who can emerge as as uh, as as a player, as a whether it's a quarterback, a receiver, who can can absorb everything. Right, day one, you can remember that. Day two, day three, they added more. Now down the line, they're gonna have to continue to evolve and add more to this to this offense, right? And who can pick it up? Who can remember? Who can retain? And who can retain but also play fast? You know, because if you're out there thinking a whole lot, Stephen, you're not going to play fast, right? And that's the, that's what they want to do. They want to have tempo. They want to control the tempo. They, I see what they're doing, right? They're stretching the defense. They're making them tired. And then, boom, down the field. So I like mm -hmm. the style. I like what they've, they've shown so far. I've been at every practice. And, um, you know, it's exciting. It's an exciting time. And, you know, I, I think they got the energy on the coach's side. Um, and and it's, you know, the players are responding to that. And the other thing, too, is what they're doing on defense is also similar, but what they're doing on defense is they have what they call pods. So the, a pod is sort of like a, a one sort of like a system that they're running. And they'll and within that, they've got like, I don't know, 10 plays or whatever. And they run that pod and they learn that pod and they go over and over and over. And then when they get all that down with all those variations, they move on to the second one. They don't do anything with the first, go back to the second over and over and over. And then they did all this, and then uh, when uh, training camp and then the season starts, boom, they'll mix it up. They'll go, okay, we're in this pod. You got to do this. Second, and, and, and that's how you learn. You got to learn with just over and over and over, and that's what they're doing. And so to so a lot of these players, it, some things might not make sense right now, but when it all comes together, it will make sense. So I call it the Mr. Miyagi kind of 
theory of coaching, you know, where you just, you know, why am I washing the, why am I waxing the scar? Well, you're going to wax the scar <laughs> to help you with your defense later. And that's kind of how they're uh, uh, coaching this team. I love it. I love how you, you brought in the, the Cobra Kai references yeah. here. Steven, you must be watching Cobra Kai. I love it. I ain't going to lie. I'm watching it too. I love the new, the new version of the, the Karate Kid. Yeah, but sure. <laughs> I, have an eagle, I have an Eagle Fang shirt, just, you know, all the John lovers. <laughs> He's got an Eagle Fang shirt. Okay. <laughs> all right. I love it, Steven. Well, look, uh, you know, I can't wait for the next practice. It's tomorrow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just I want to continue to see the, 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 the evolution of this thing yeah. and I'm, I'm sure sure everyone else does as well uh, now question for you Stephen: is every Saturday practice going to be open to the public what's the, what's every, the take there? every practice from now on is open to the public oh every okay well let's right. just do so, this right now let's encourage everyone if you're off and you're available hey come out to practice support the team uh you know because it can start to build up that excitement uh you know for the season you get to meet the player and the play, that's one of the things about this team Players are so accommodating and available. Same thing with the, with the coaches. I mean, get to get to know them, get to talk to them, because they they don't want to just play for the community. They want to be part of the community, and part of that is get to know them. Get you know, you know, we all know Timmy Chang. He's still Timmy. Well, for a while he's he's trying to be Tim for a while, but now that he's back to being Timmy. You know, he's just going. Yeah, you can go there. You can learn so much. They'll help you. And uh, you know, somebody was once telling me that all those kids were out there on on Saturday. They're saying like. You know, it's not like if you're in Michigan, you get to go out there and go hang out with Michigan players and watch them practice on Saturday. You know, this is one of the rare opportunities and one of the rare coaches and staff that just says, hey, you know, we are open. You know, we're playing for you guys. You're part of our team. Come on out and watch us. You know, uh, there aren't a lot of seats at that stadium. So maybe this is your chance to really see them in person and interact because like that's it. It's not 9,000 last year, maybe 10,000 this year. A lot of season ticket holders and stuff like that. So. If you're a kid and you just want to learn and just you know, maybe get advice, we just, you know, see your heroes in action. You should, you should come out. Hey, couldn't have said it any better, Stephen. Well, look, thanks again for joining us today. Uh, brother, I'll see you out of practice tomorrow. All right. Take care. Have a good one. All right. Take care, Stephen. All right. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. Look, it is Monday. You know what we got to do. We got to hit that gas. We got to start fast. But today's fast start, right, started last week, Friday, how you finished the week. Started yesterday, how you mentally prepared for this week. And so I wish you guys nothing but the best this week. Have an, have an incredible one. And I want to say mahalo again to Long Drugs for all your support of the show. I'll see you all come Wednesday. Aloha.